Hello, everybody. You are listening to 101.9 FM in Vancouver, CITR. Catch Exploding Head Movies, Mondays at 7. I know you are, but what am I? And a very pleasant good evening to you, wherever you may be. It's time for Exploding Head Movies. This is your cinematically inspired program found here on Vancouver's playful campus community radio station, CITR. Your voice of the University of British Columbia, 101.9 FM. 
We broadcast at an average of 1,800 watts from the traditional, ancestral, and unceded Musqueam territory from the student nest on campus. Our signal takes us throughout the Lower Mainland and the Hunkameaning-speaking Coast Salish peoples. From Lions Bay in the north, Bellingham, Washington to the south, west past Point Grain and dipping south across the Salish Sea, to all the ships and creatures in the waters, if our friends over at CFUV representing the University of Victoria are overlapping, since we do share the same frequency. CITR signal then heads east past Langley, deep into the Fraser Valley, though CIVL on 11.7 cuts pretty close on the dial. We also broadcast up through the sky and deep into space. For as long as this planet and this station continues to emit noisy waves for all to hear. And our signal dives down well into the underground. From where we come from. And from where all good things bubble up. TELUS Octop subscribers can tune into CITR on their television sets on channel 7023. At least that's the story in Western Canada. Otherwise in all these places and ever else the internet takes you. Find us on the web www.citr.ca There you will see the Exploding Movies show page and it contains track listings and downloads for this episode once the live broadcast is done along with most of our recent ones going back to 2014. You'll also find a link to subscribe to the podcast via Apple Music and we're also on Spotify, iHeart, Deezer, Geosaven, Stitcher, Spreaker, and various other services for those times you can't listen live to the Crystal Wireless or then the Shoutcast stream through the website. My name is Gak and I'll be your man at the Alamo for the next two hours. So let's head to San Antonio and check the basement. And you should have received your complimentary and newly regulatory bow tie in conjunction with the broadcast of this episode. If not, well, I'm sure something that looks like a ribbon can fit around your neck. Please note that this episode is pre-recorded from Exploding Headquarters, so do not call in, as yet again, I am on the road. But you can email anytime, radiofreegack at gmail.com. Exploding Head Movies is on Facebook under its given name, although CITR itself isn't as visible as it should be. And I'll tell you right now, with the way that Meta is blocking news links, some of what I post isn't there, so not sure what to do, at least for Canadian folks. On Instagram, it is myopic man. On Mastodon, it is 100aire at mas.to. Hope you all are doing well, since a lot of Western Canada right now is dealing with some stuff, and it kind of ties to what's in the background here. This is Wave State. Enough the 2022 release Sprout Sessions. This is Yellowknife. Wave state and put an eye in the middle of wave there. So it's not an ocean wave or radio wave, but it's almost like a waiver that you apply for as part of a ticket. Anyways, wave state's the alias of Calgary producer Justin Scherer. And the latest release is the June single, Accrete. The capital of the Northwest Territories, which is Yellowknife, has had an evacuation order last week due to fires surrounding the town. It seems like it's not as bad as I'm recording this, but there's still the threat that despite cooler temperatures and lower winds, it may strike the capital again. 22,000 people have left, either flying or then driving 14 to 16 hours to similar sized towns in the prairies, just to indicate how remote Yellowknife is. 
Last I saw, it looks like there's only 5% of the population still sticking around. Of course, as I'm preparing this episode, West Kelowna's on fire, as is the Shoe Swap area. So, at least here in British Columbia, 35,000 people have either evacuated or are on notice. So, whatever you think about climate change, it is cutting close to home now, as the earth is boiling. Otherwise, we start off with Les Baxter and off the 1951 album Ritual of the Savage. We heard Quiet Village, a slice of exotica tied to a song that became a hit in Oahu due to the band playing it live. And then where they were playing it outdoors, some frogs could be heard and the audience thought it was part of the act. So Les Baxter kind of rolled with it. And since we're talking about fires, we will talk more about Hawaii soon enough since surprise they've also been on fire but quiet village was the opening song for the saturday morning show peewee's playhouse as noted last week paul rubens died recently so one of our two profiles this week will be on the world of peewee both on film and on tv so we'll hear some music from danny elfman and mark mothersbaugh otherwise our second profile gets a little closer to canada here with robbie robertson so along with music from his band known as the band We'll listen to selections from one of the best concert films ever, that's 1978's Last Waltz, and then some of Robertson's own film music. So the overall vibe on this show skews more towards older rock and roll, not dad rock as 2023 knows it, but more like granddad classic rock. Talk about two acts that are playing in town this week as I'm doing my own tour of sorts. And from England, it's Black Country New Road as Tambor Concerts presents them along with Adanevskaya this Friday, August 25th at the Hollywood Theater here in Vancouver. Doors are at eight, shows at nine, tickets are no longer available because the show is sold out. And please bear in mind, this is a 19 and older show. Off of their first album, 2021's For the First Time, when they still had their original lead singer, here's Black Country New Road with track X. You're now listening to Exploding Head Movies, broadcasting for the realms of Studio A at that radio station that looks across landscapes and highways. This is CITR, 11.9 FM, Vancouver. Yeah. 
So don't look for her 
cover of the bluegrass singer songwriter double bassist and guitarist hazel dickens dickens released a 1987 album that features that song as the title track that was it's hard to tell the singer from the song loren was bowen island born but montreal based so an expat british columbian her latest album is 2021's leftovers and she's playing in Vancouver soon as Tamper Concerts presents Loren along with Maita Friday, September 8th at the Fox Cabaret. Please bear in mind, this is a Fox Cabaret show. It is an early show, so doors are at 7, shows at 8. Maita opens, Loren plays, everything's over at 10 p.m. Tickets are still available. Starts at $16 plus. And please bear in mind, it is a 19 and older show. And behind me, this is Fortet, off of the Anna Painting EP, which came out in 2019. This is Lahaina Noon. Latest album from Fortet is the 2020 album Parallel, although there's been some singles, DJ mixes, and some other things under his various aliases. And Lahaina is the old Hawaiian capital back when it was still a monarchy. As we've seen in the news, along with fires here in Canada, There have been fires in Maui, and it spread fast, and not a lot of people were able to evacuate in time, or at least the choice was to jump in the ocean in the midst of a hurricane, hence why the high winds were in place. So as I'm recording this, there's over 100 dead. The old town of Lahaina is almost purely burnt down, and people are trying to figure out the rebuilding situation in light of still trying to figure out how the water can come back, since a lot of it tends to be sequestered for plantations and elsewhere. And of course, when there's deforestation, there's grasslands, and they can easily ignite too. So, Hawaii is facing climate change as well. A few months back, Tina Turner passed away, and we profiled a lot of her work in Exploding Head Movies episode 652 from June. This song missed the cut, and I'd hoped to play it because it is one of the earliest songs that Tina wrote herself, and it's tied to her hometown in Tennessee, and it became a title track for her and Ike Turner's 1973 album. Here's Tina Turner with Nutbush City Limits.
Are you not sure where to go on campus? Traveling late at night and afraid to go alone? Call SafeWalk, a free service where a co-ed team will take you anywhere you need to go on campus. Don't walk alone. For a walk, add SafeWalk to your phone. Call 604-822-5355. That's 604-822-5355. Alternatively, use a UBC Blue phone and ask for SafeWalk. Approach any SafeWalk team or drop by our office on the main floor of the sub across from the gallery lounge. Because you're mine, I walk the line. Dan Mangan on his Players Prize nominated album Being Somewhere, which came out last year, the song we heard was Just Know It. Being Somewhere is Mangan's seventh album, and upon news of his Players Prize nomination, he actually released another single, I think from the same sessions, called Say When. Dan Mangan was born in Smithers, British Columbia, and he started his music career 20 years ago with an EP called All At Once, which was distributed by himself in Vancouver. And I most recently caught him live when he played as part of the comedy Bang Bang tour stop a couple years ago. And at some point I do want to do the music by the Memphis, Kansas Breeze because, wow, some country songs about trucks that go in different ways. Mangan also scored the 2014 dramatic comedy Hector in the Search of Happiness. He also did some of the music for the Netflix animated series Hilda, including its end theme. 
So far throughout Exploding Head movies over recent weeks, we've heard other nominees, including Always, Isana B, Daniel Caesar, Debbie Friday, and Gaius. So in the lead up to next month's Polaris Prize, we still have to hear from Begonia, Feist, the Sadies, and Snyno's Redskins. Behind me, this is Jerry Allen, and off a 1966 single, this is Fuzz Duck. Allen was a British keyboardist, mostly in the novelty or light side. And this kind of leads us up to our first profile here on Exploding Head Movies. The world of Pee-wee Herman, a character created by Paul Rubens. The name, if you're curious, was taken from a brand of harmonica, and then the name of a kid that grew up in his neighborhood in New York. We'll start off with the TV series, just because it is distinctive enough from the films that we're most familiar with. And in 1986, Pee-wee's Playhouse aired on CBS Saturday mornings. Most of the music was done by Mark Mothersbaugh, and this was one of the big projects that he had done after he had left Devo, to the point he had to write new episodes worth of music each week when it was doing a crazy weekly schedule. So it became a boot camp for eventual soundtracks, eventually leading things like Wes Anderson. And for the theme, the singer listed is Ellen Shaw, but it's actually an alias for Cindy Lauper. At the time, it was a way of kind of hiding how her career was doing. But honestly, her Betty Boop impersonation here is on point and on brand. Here's Cindy Lauper, along with Mark Mothersbaugh, and we'll hear a little bit of Les Baxter's Quiet Village here with a theme song to Pee-wee's Playhouse.
Denny Elfman with some of the music that he wrote for Pee-wee's Playhouse. So this appears on a 1993 compilation, Music for a Darkened Theater, Film and Television Music Volume 2. We heard parts 1, 2, and 4 of the Pee-wee Playhouse Suite. Elfman did the score to four or five episodes of the 65-episode series, Pee-wee's Playhouse. As noted, Mark Mothersbaugh did the main bit of music, which I don't think was properly released or I have not found it. And the range of other acts that provided music to the TV series is outstanding because you have The Residents, Mark Snow, Todd Rundgren, George S. Clinton, Dweezil Zappa, Jeff Baxter, Van Dyke Parks, Cliff Martinez, Mitchell Froome, and a host of others. And Pee-wee's Playhouse ran for five seasons. The first one was in New York. At that time, Pee-wee could include one of the co-creators, Phil Hartman, and some other folks, but after season two, it went to L.A. There were considerations for a sixth season, but Paul Rubens was burnt out on the character, and likely it would have been a problem since it was shortly after the airing of the fifth season when the infamous Pornhouse bust happened that stopped his career briefly, especially when dealing with children's programming. And background, this is Hobo Pope and the Goldfish Cathedral off their 2013 album, Mr. Rhodes. This is the theme to Pee Wee Herman. We'll get into the film world of Pee Wee Herman now, although Pee Wee Herman actually originally started off as a stage comedy, and it was kind of a reaction to being rejected by Saturday Night Live. But in the end, it was a singular character creation, sort of like a stunted man-child who was both playful and kind of menacing at times, too. In 1985, the film Pee-wee's Big Adventure came out and was directed by Tim Burton, making his feature-length debut. Touched upon it briefly last week, and the film was scored by Danny Elfman, longtime film scorer, originally part of Oingo Boingo, and mostly associated with the music and films of Tim Burton. When we profiled Elfman a while ago, Radio Free Gack, episode 52 from February 2009. We'll go back to the music for a darkened theater album, although we'll go off of volume one from 1990, since this combines a whole bunch of the short cues from the original 1985 soundtrack. And of course, we'll end with one song that is appropriate for the film itself. So here's another suite. Here's Danny Elfman with Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Thank you. 
Isla. The Champs, with their 1958 instrumental hit, Tequila. Great for dancing in biker bars, written by Chuck Rio, which is the alias of Daniel Flores, a saxophone player, as he embraced his Latin roots. Sadly, he signed away his rights to the song ages ago, although he occasionally got royalties from Europe in the 2000s. And yes, the tequila was used effectively in the 1985 film Pee-wee's Big Adventure, which became a huge cult hit, helped Paul Rubens get the CBS Morning series, and actually put Tim Burton and Danny Elfman on the map. Behind me from the 1988 sequel, Big Top Pee-wee, is more Danny Elfman, again off of music for a darkened theater, film and television music, volume one. This time, the film was directed by Randall Kleiser, who also did the 1978 film Grease. Along with Paul Rubens, it starred Chris Christopherson, Susan Tyrell, Penelope Ann Miller, and Valeria Golino. Pee-wee's living on a farm when a storm comes up and a traveling circus ends up in his backyard. Let's listen to a few cues here from the 1988 film. We'll actually hear Pee-wee sing along here, along with Vance the Pig. So we'll start off with Pee-wee Flies, and I'll fill you in on the details afterwards.
Danny Elfman from the soundtrack to the 1988 film Big Top Pee-wee. We started off with Pee-wee Flies, Happy House, and then Pee-wee Herman Had a Farm featuring Vance the Pig singing along. Then we closed with Rise and Shine. Elfman's not always making music for film. His latest was his own album, 2021's Big Mess, which spawned a remix album last year conveniently called Bigger, Messier. Elfman did do the score to the Marvel film Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, but he'll be reuniting with Tim Burton for the upcoming film Beetlejuice 2, which we touched upon briefly during our tribute to Harry Belafonte a few months ago in Exploding Head Movies episode 648 when news first broke. Big Top Pee-wee well, did not do as well. People liked Pee-wee Herman as a character, but the film didn't do as well as Pee-wee's Big Adventure. But it's lived on in its own way. To the point that in the background here, it's the return of Pee-wee in his final film, 2016's Pee-wee's Big Holiday. Here's Mark Mothersbaugh with the main titles and Farewell. Pee-wee's Big Holiday is directed by John Lee, written by Paul Rubens and Paul Rust, starring Paul Rubens, along with Joe Manganiello as himself, about a story about a fry cook in a small town who gets invited on vacation to see New York. Mark Mothersbaugh, we've recently profiled in episodes Exploding in Movies 458, tied to Rushmore from June 2019, since he did score Wes Anderson's early films still need to properly do the life aquatic since various songs and cues pop up randomly throughout the entire 15 years i've been on air and then for ragnarok exploding him movies episode 404 from april 2018 from Wee's big holiday here's mark motherspell with the milkshake Howdy, New York. New York, New York. New York, New York. You high and mighty, bright and shiny, fabulous place. New York. New York, New York. You busy, dizzy, razzle-dazzle, scandalous place. New York. Hello, New York. New York, New York. Hey, 
Watch where you're going. <laughs> I watch where I'm going in New York. New York, New York. Ooh. The Empire State Building. Wow, it's cool. The tallest building in the world. The many bridges they feed the city. Boats and planes, tons of trains. It's birthday party time. Madison Square Garden. It isn't square and it isn't a garden. Peter, you're right, it's misleading. <laughs> Grand Central Station, the city's train hub. Choo-choo! Hello, hi, how's it going? Where are you off to? The hope for our future. World peace, the choice is ours. Let's make it up. I'm riding the subway beneath the city. It's underground. Hey, is this going uptown? <laughs> I'm in the shower getting clean. Happy birthday, Joe. I never had pizza. One slice, please. One slice. Ah. Mmm, pizza's delicious. I never knew. I feel alive. Mm, pizza. The Statue of Liberty. Liberty. The Statue of France. The grinder and underpants. I'm on my way. I'm on my way. Ah, Central Park. I'm almost there. I'm almost there. This is it. I'm finally here. I'm finally here. It's party time. I'm not to not forget. Look From the soundtrack to the 2016 film Pee-wee's Big Holiday, which you can catch on Netflix, we start with Mark Mothersbaugh with The Milkshake, then we heard Pee-wee Herman and the cast singing New York. Paul Rubens died on July 30th this year at the age of 70. He had been suffering and fighting cancer privately for six years, so the news of cancer only came out upon his death. His statement at the end was... Please accept my apology for not going public with what I've been facing the last six years. I have always felt a huge amount of love and respect for my friends, fans, and supporters. I have loved you all so much and enjoyed making art for you. And behind me, this is Bill Doggett off of the 1956 album Everybody Dance the Honky Tonk. This is Honky Tonk Part 1. Doggett was a Philadelphia pianist and organist whose roots were in swing jazz in the 1930s, but he pivoted to rhythm and blues and then came up with some proto-rock and roll instrumentals like what we're hearing here. 
You can find this on the soundtrack to David Lynch's 1986 film Blue Velvet, which we profiled back in May 2019 in Exploding Movies episode 457. You are listening to CITR 11.9 FM in Vancouver. That wraps up one of our profiles this week. We'll allow ourselves to slowly change gears to get eventually to Robbie Robertson, the band, and the last waltz. But we got some more film music here. We have something from Taj Mahal, blues musician from Harlem, New York. He's still alive, and the latest album came out this year called Savoy. This song appeared on the soundtrack to the 2021 album Licorice Pizza, most recent film directed by Paul Thomas Anderson, but this was originally found on the 1971 album Happy Just to Be Like I Am. Here's Taj Mahal with Tomorrow May Not Be Your Day.
Sopranophonic is best thought of as an introversal jukebox which has no concept of genre, style, political boundaries, or even space-time relevance. But it does know it sounds from bad. Lately, the program has been focused on Philip Random's All Vinyl Countdown plus Apocalypse, the 1,111th greatest records you probably haven't heard. And we're not afraid of noise. Randophomic, every Saturday at 11 p.m. to 2 a.m. at CITR 101.9 FM. You're listening to CITR 101.9, broadcasting from UBC's Point Grey campus, located on the traditional, unceded, Coast Salish territory of the Hunkaminam-speaking Musqueam people.
off their 1974 self-titled album. That was the Blackbirds with A Hot Day Today. A rhythm and blues and jazz and funk fusion band from Washington, D.C. Known for a song like 1975's Rock Creek Park. Glorious funky stuff there. And yeah, hopefully today isn't as hot a day as the rest of summer's been. At the very least, there's been some cool breezes off of the ocean and a little bit of a low pressure system, so hopefully this helps things out to keep things cool. Especially as we learn in Vancouver here that a lot of the infrastructure cannot stand up to the heat. The drag is that without rain, winds just means that anywhere else that's on fire right now might just get pushed around. Background, this is Booker T and the MGs. Wonderful something appeared off their 1970 Greatest Hits album. This is Soul Limbo. Let's talk about some of the soundtracks available for purchase, download, or streaming this week. Though do note that a good many of these may be out already, so do check with either your favorite record store or where you find your music online. And this list comes from the websites filmmusicreporter.com and soundtrack.net. As new releases go, Alex Weston's score to the adults is out through Backlot Music. And Amelia is scored by Amine Buhafa, that's out through 22D Music. The miniseries Earth is scored by Paul Saunderson, that's out through Silver Screen. Lauren Kuliak does the score to Judy Bloom Forever, that's out through Amazon. Olivia Guanard does the music to Love Life, that's out through Love Theme Music. Ipeggiori Giorni, Maurizio Filaro and Gianluca Mistiti scores coming out through IIF. Pierre Charles and Desmond Murray's original score to They Cloned Tyrone is coming out through Netflix Music. And then some previously unreleased Angelo Badalamente. A demo version of the music from Wonderwell Violet's theme is coming out as a single through movie score media. On the re-release front, it's pretty quiet this week. Tre Superman Contro Il Padrino, scored by Nico Fidenko, is coming out through, again through Cam. There's a deluxe edition of Charles Bernstein's score from April Fool's Day, coming out through Veressa Saraband. And then David Shire's score to the TV movie Killer Bees is coming out through Galdera Records. And those are merely some of your anticipated soundtrack releases for this week. We'll dip into the world of Dallas Buyers Club briefly. Here was a film that came out in 2013, directed by Jean-Marc Vallée, the late Quebecois director, which we did a partial profile on in Exploding Movies episode 595 from March 2022 when he passed away. And this song originally appeared on the 1971 album Freedom Flight. It's done by Shuggy Otis, known for songs like Strawberry Letter 23 and then Art of Me Head. Here's Shuggy Otis. With Sweet Thang and get ready, here comes the band.
Listen, if they're so hot, how come they're not tearing up the charts, babe? Because you never play them, babe. At CITR, our hosts choose the music they play. That means our charts actually reflect the tastes of music lovers, as opposed to focus groups. So if you want to know what's really tearing up the charts, get your hands on a copy of Beatroot or Discorder magazine, or go online to CITR.ca. CITR's charts are based on actual spins motivated by actual preference. No payola. No marketing, just good tunes. Refreshing, no? Nobody wants to speak to him, be with him. 
off their 1971 self-titled album we just heard nazareth with fat man a scottish hard rock act and not so recent but at least still worth noting lead vocalist dan mccafferty died last november and the band name nazareth comes from a song done by a band with not a confusing name at all simply known as the band a canadian american act known for songs like up on cripple creek the night they drove all Dixie down and then dozens of others either on their own or with other acts. They picked up on the radar when they backed Bob Dylan once he went electric. And the band was Rick Danko, Levon Helm, the sole American, Garth Hudson, Richard Manuel, and Robbie Robertson. Born James Royal Robertson as part of the Six Nations of the Grand River southwest of Toronto, and he's of Cayuga and Mohawk Meritage. With albums like 1968's Music from the Big Pink and their 1969 self-titled album, the band were highly regarded for their fusion of country, rock, and Americana, pulling in fans across the globe, including tons of other musicians. But as their fame grew and their tours became more anxious, problems arose and members faced their demons in different ways. And after Richard Manuel primarily a pianist, injured his neck in a boating accident. Robertson surveyed the scene as the band had started playing smaller venues, the albums weren't doing as well, and after his own weariness in touring, he called for one final concert on American Thanksgiving Day, November 25th, 1976, at the Winterland Ballroom in San Francisco. And that became the 1978 documentary, The Last Waltz. Because in the background here, this is the theme. Directed by Martin Scorsese, produced and arranged by the legendary concert promoter Bill Graham. And while we hear some of the music from the film before I circle back to what's going on here, we'll start off with a title track to a 1970 album. Here's the band playing live in San Francisco. This is Stage Fright.
somebody you know for sure. Neil Diamond. Thanks very much.
Dry your eyes. Take your song out. Well, it's a newborn afternoon. And if you can't recall the singer, can you still recall the tune? Dry your eyes and play it slowly, just like you're marching off the war. Sing it like you always wanted, like you sung it once before. And from the center of the circle to the midst of the waiting crowd, if it ever is forgotten, sing it long and sing it loud and come dry your eyes.
Thank you. It's a last waltz. A last waltz with you. From the soundtrack to uh, the 1978 documentary, The Last Waltz, we heard the band with Stage Fright. Then Neil Diamond joined the band for a rendition of Dry Your Eyes. Then we heard the band again with Shape I'm In. And then from parts of The Last Waltz Suite, we heard The Last Waltz Refrain. Other guests that night includes Ronnie Hawkins, otherwise known as The Hawk for which the band formed originally as the backing act, since the Hawk regularly toured throughout Canada and the States doing his rockabilly music. And they did, a do, they did do a version of Who Do You Love? Otherwise, Bob Dylan popped up in a generous set, and then one-offs by Joni Mitchell, Neil Young, Van Morrison, Eric Clapton, who intentionally left Cream to hopefully join the band. You got Dr. John, you got Ringo Starr, Muddy Waters, and a swath of others that showed the wide range that the band had, going from stack soul to R&B to folk to early rock and roll. The breakup of the band was contentious, because early on, Robbie Robertson had asserted control of what was going on in light of the various addictions that the members had, since there were a lot of drugs and alcohol in place here. Of course, based on multiple sources on behalf of members like Danko, Helm, and Manuel, mostly from Levon Helm's autobiography, This Wheel's on Fire, Robertson had taken over most of the songwriting royalties and credits and was the de facto leader. It should be noted that Robertson was the primary musician filmed on The Last Waltz, likely based on his friendship with the director Martin Scorsese, despite not really singing on most of the songs in the concert. Then again, Robertson felt like he was the only one steering the band at this stage. The band did reunite a few times without Robertson, in 1983, but Manuel died at his own hand in a motel in Florida in 1986 in the midst of a tour, and his members started swapping in and out. Once Danko died in his sleep in 1999, the band ended for good. As a result of the last waltz, Robbie Robertson connected with Hollywood, and he produced the 1980 film Carney, which starred Gary Busey and Jodie Foster, and Robertson ended up acting in the film, along with co-producing the soundtrack with the composer Alex North. And in the background, more Scorsese connections here. 
From the soundtrack to Raging Bull from 1980, this is A New Kind of Love, as done by Robbie Robertson. Starring Robert De Niro as the boxer Jake LaMotta, along with Joe Pesci and Kathy Moriarty, this was the first time where Robertson worked on a soundtrack with Scorsese, and he worked with some of the band on a few jazz tracks, and that's Garth Hudson and Richard Manuel. Let's get a couple more film scores here, plus a solo track by Robertson. And we'll go to 1986's The Color of Money, also directed by Martin Scorsese with Paul Newman and Tom Cruise in a sequel to the 1961 film The Hustler. So this involves billiards, pool sharks, and things like that. The Color of Money marked Robbie Robertson's first full score for a film, and he worked with the Canadian-American jazz composer Gil Evans on the orchestration. He also co-wrote a song with Eric Clapton for the soundtrack, It's In The Way That You Use It, but let's listen to Robbie Robertson's music on its own. From The Color of Money, here's the main title.
distant red neon shivered in the heat. I was feeling like a stranger in a strange land. You know where people play games with the night. God, it was too hot to sleep. I followed the sound of a jukebox coming from up the levee. All of a sudden I could hear somebody whistling from right behind me. I turned around and she said, Why do you always end up down at Nick's Cafe? I said, uh, I don't know. The wind just kind of pushed me this way. She said, hang the rich.
Robbie Robertson off his debut solo album from 1987 that was Somewhere Down the Crazy River. After the band Robertson hopped across various genres, he touched upon hip-hop and trip-hop in the 90s, but he also wrote songs like Broken Arrow that became a hit for Rod Stewart. And behind me from his most recent score work off of the soundtrack to the 2019 film The Irishman, this is the main theme. Directed by Martin Scorsese, based on the 2004 novel I Heard You Paint Houses, it stars Robert De Niro, Joe Pesci, and Al Pacino. Robbie Robertson supervised music throughout Scorsese's career, including The King of Comedy, Casino, Gangs of New York, Shutter Island, and The Wolf of Wall Street. He does music on Scorsese's upcoming film Killers of the Flower Moon, a crime film set on the Osaga Nations in Oklahoma. Robertson also connected with his indigenous roots for documentaries like 2017's Rumble, The Indians Who Rock the World, where you could see her perform. He also narrated the TV documentary series Native America. Robertson's final album was 2019's Cinematic, and he died on August 9th this year in Los Angeles at the age of 80. He'd been fighting prostate cancer for over a year, and at this point, we are left with only one member from the band now. It's the keyboardist, Garth Hudson. If you want to learn more about the band outside of The Last Waltz, there's a documentary from 2019 called Once We're Brothers, Robbie Robertson and the Band, which debuted at that year's Toronto International Film Festival. That's going to be it for Exploding Hit Movies for this week. Coming up at 9, it's the Jazz Show with Gavin Walker, and he will guide you to around midnight or so. Please stay tuned to CITR for the rest of your Monday evening. If you missed any of this week's episode, please visit www.citr.ca and look up Exploding Hit Movies there. And you'll find track listings and downloads for most of our recent episodes, plus a few places to subscribe to the podcast. That includes Apple Music, Spotify, iHeart, Deezer, Geosave, and Spreaker, and Stitcher. Exploding Hit Movies is on Facebook under its given name. On Instagram, it is Myopic Man. On Mastodon, it is 100air at mass.to. But you can email anytime. RadioFreeGack at gmail.com Next week I'll be back live It looks like I'll try to do the soundtrack To the most recent Wes Anderson film Asteroid City by Stuff to Watch It Might default to the TV series Justified We'll see, otherwise Oppenheimer's in the cards I'm going to Scotland soon So I might dig up some music tied to that But we'll see We'll close with one more song Done by the band But it's a cover of perhaps their best known song And this is the song where the band Nazareth got its name from, so all apologies to the Bible. Cassandra Wilson is an American jazz singer from Jackson, Mississippi, known for mixing non-jazz genres into her works. Latest album is 2015's Coming Forth by Day, but we'll go into 2002's Belly of the Sun. We'll hear Wilson sing, and then on guitars, Marvin Sewell. On mandolin and other instruments, Kevin Bright. On bass, Mark Peterson. On percussion, Jeffrey Haynes. Sarah Baptista and on drums, it's Xavion Jameson. Here's Cassandra Wilson with her version of the band's song, The Wait. You have been listening to Exploding Movies here on CITR 101.9 FM. Please remember to keep calm, be kind, stay safe, and keep cool. Hot days ahead. And hopefully, you're safe if there's a fire near you. Take care, and I'll see you in seven.
Put your cannonball to take me on round the line. My bag is sinking low, and I do believe it's time to get back to Miss Fanny. You know she's the only one who sent me here with every guy's fire. Put the Lord 